Hey guys, just a heads up. This podcast contains adult language and occasionally has adult themes. If you are under the age of 18, you need to click away. No, seriously, if you are a child or someone who's going to be judging me around the dinner table, you need to find another podcast. Thanks. Speaking of the next family gathering, I'm going to challenge Riley to a fight. Okay. Any particular reason? <sighs> well, we were just sitting at Christmas dinner, me, him, and McCade, and he was running his mouth about how Nobody ever beat me in a fight. And I'm like, my only retort was, I was bigger than you from the time I was like 15. I was afraid I was going to hurt you. <laughs> like, what? there was one year and it was, are you recording? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so one year, it was like eighth grade, ninth, maybe ninth, me and Bucket, it was like, Early on in our friendship, and we um, we were in a weightlifting class together, weight training, and one day, I can't even remember why or what we did, but we like did a leg day, but we did like overdid it, like literally just like pushed it to the limit, like the most you could do. We did like, I can't even remember. We did like our max, but we just like did it over and over and over and just like kept going. Maybe it wasn't the max because we, I want to say I did like a hundred leg presses or something that day. Anyways, after that, the next day, it was it was in the winter. I remember I went and hung out with my cousin Rhett and we were walking. I was like, dude, my legs hurt so bad. Like I'm, I'm barely walking. And I remember walking and I slipped on a patch of ice. It was a little teeny patch of ice that you'd normally be able to slip, catch yourself. Everything's hunky-dory. But I slipped, couldn't catch myself because I had no leg like muscles and fell over. And he had to come and help me up because I couldn't. Then my legs helped me up. That was just a long way to say that was when I started working out and got bigger than my older brother. And he just was like, at dinner, he's like, nobody's ever beat me in a fight. No, like, just trying to say, like, he's, he's, because we were making a joke about wrestling, because Roman Reigns is the, they call him the tribal chief. And so the kids are all arguing about, who's going to be the tribal chief of, of this family? And Riley was trying to say it was him. And I was like, no, you're the, this isn't going to make sense to you because you don't watch wrestling, but. I'm like, you're going to be the Sammy. You're the Sammy, and me and McKay are the only actual people in this that belong. And I don't think he thought that was funny, but... Welcome to Panda Talks. <laughs> I, I like I like starting the recording when Brady doesn't know it, just to get just true, true content, I guess. I don't know what to call it. True, I don't know. You just say funny things. True, true thoughts. True thoughts. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm Amanda. And I'm Brady. Um, And this is our last episode of 2020. So, hooray! Huzzah! Uh, we were deciding on what to do. If we were going to, like, 
review our 2022 and then talk about our intentions for 2023, but we didn't want to, like, keep running into the same old routine that, like, we did, we've done it every year and every other podcast is doing it, and it, it was a pretty depressing year for me, and I don't want to keep being depressed, especially on air, like, it, you know, and I don't want to sit and, no, I'm hoping for a house next year. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of being depressed about it. So I just want to do a book dump. I've been, I decided uh, back in June, I was going to fall into a book depression. I was just going to just read books and escape life by reading books. So that's what I did. So I've been reading a lot of books. Um, I was reading a lot of books, and then I got a few physical ones, which always slows me down. But I have been reading a lot of books since June, so I thought I'd just tell you all about it. Our book dump episodes seem to do really well. I would like to do a book club again, but it's hard because Brady doesn't listen to the book, and then... So I guess these are just book suggestions for everyone to read that I've been up to for the past six months, and if I can convince you to read them, more the merrier, and then... Maybe we can have a book club where we discuss about these things. Huh? 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 I'd actually planned on reading... It's a book you already talked about, but I planned on reading it if I ever got a chance. What book? Um, Cersei. <gasps> really? Yeah, because you, like, begged, begged Oh, it is so good. I was just thinking about it today. I think about it a lot, actually. I, so I was just like, well... Maybe I'll read it. Maybe I won't. I was. That's really funny because I was like debating: Do I start my first book that I started with on my new like scaling system or whatever? My book tracker. People on TikTok keep track of their books they do, and we're and I've been doing it just for funsies. But um, yeah, the first one I was Cersei. So I was like, Do I review that book? It had a whole episode to itself. I don't feel like I did it justice, but that's just because I'm bad with words and I can't sell things but yeah Cersei um was such a good book it's just about uh the Greek goddess Cersei and just kind of her story um just to put it simply you can go listen to my whole book rant on that it's not good I was pregnant and tired <laughs> when we recorded it I think I might have fell asleep during that episode one of those episodes I fell asleep in you can hear a soft snore in the background. <laughs> That's happened a couple times. When I'm talking or when you're talking? When you're talking. What would I be talking about? I don't know, but there's a couple times when you'd be helping me record and I'd just drift off into sleep. But to be fair, I was pregnant. So, hmm. Brady's currently playing the new Pokemon game and I don't like how his Pokemon is also a motorcycle. Is it a living... Is this a vehicle or a Pokemon? It's a Pokemon. I hate that. It's very like um, like a robot. I don't really know what's going on with it yet. It's like a legendary. I hate it. I, if uh, it was just a vehicle, I'd be okay with it. But because it's a Pokemon. Anyway, that's beside the point. So let's get into our book talk. So Brady, I'm very happy you're going to read Cersei, or at least you want to. That was a, like a 10 on 10 for me. Um, I also reread some books that I haven't read since I was a kid, and I have a bunch more. I went to my mom's, and I just, like, 
I don't want to say still, but I took back a lot of books that like are mine that she bought me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I plan on rereading them at some point. Mostly I want to reread them to my daughter, but maybe I'll get to them. We'll see. Um, so one of the books that I reread is it's from the series called Dear America. And I don't know why, but I just got so nostalgic for it all of a sudden. I had three of the books. I could only find one, but it's okay because this one was my favorite. And it was Voyage on the Great Titanic. And it tells the story um, through a young girl coming to America on the Titanic. Um, I think it's fiction, but the way the story wraps up in the end, it almost makes you think, was this a real people? Um, but it might just be a fiction a fictional character uh but it's yeah these dear americas were all about immigrants coming to america in their life either here like the one i had was about an immigrant surviving the potato famine and then she went to work in a factory and she was irish and she got paid like shitty wages and i think she died in the end and another one was on the oregon trail and she talked about running into the mormons and they're weird because they got a lot of wives, and that was funny. But, yeah, so Voyage on the Great Titanic was about the Titanic. Um, I gave it 10 on 10 probably because it's just nostalgia for me. But it didn't read too horribly. Like, it it definitely was like... I, I don't know how to explain it. I guess kind of annoying. Like, why would someone be writing... Like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I I read a lot of, like, books that are, like, supposedly the diary of someone. And there's really... You can kind of tell when it's fabricated to, like, I have to convey a story. Like, normal people wouldn't write like this in their journal. Like, there's a lot of, um... Like, the dialogue. Like, well, she said blah, 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 so I blah, blah, blah. Like, you know? Like, very detailed. I don't know. But... Mm -hmm. Moving on. I don't know why I feel like I need to justify things. I just... <sighs> I get ranty. Shut me up. Shut me up. Um, the next book, this is one that's going to turn off people because it's fucking long. How long was it on Audible? Like 53 hours or something? What book? The uh, the Brothers Karamazov. Karamazov? Did I say it right? Karamazov, I'm pretty sure. Um... It was a long Oh, yeah. I remember, book. I remember you reading that and you were like, tell me about it. But Okay, so here's the thing about this book. It was written in a time uh, when the, uh, what's it called? This, it has a certain term. The service, serfs, servitine, shit, what's it called? I can't remember, but um, basically there was like, um... I can't even remember the term. And they talked about it so much this year on Scared... Not Scared to Death. Time Suck. Time Suck. That they had, like, the servant class. Um, in Russia. And it, this was during a time of revolution when they were doing away with that. So then you had working class versus ser serving servant class. The serfs? Serfdom? It's something like that. I'm totally blinking right now. But... So this was written on a time... When that was being done away with. And more equal rights were kind of happening. Uh, I mean, 
So you have the haves and the have-nots, basically. Um, so understanding that, and understanding that this man wrote it, like, right after he lost his child. Um, like, I, this is a book that I had to, like, look up on YouTube and, like, watch other people talk about it to, like, fully understand it. Because, like, starting out, it was so freaking boring. It was so annoying because he just goes on and on about God and religion. And you're just like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. But once it started getting into the murder mystery, because it's about um, these three brothers and their totally different lives that they served and one dad. And um, then the, and this is, I don't know, spoiler alert, I think it's on the back of the book, but the dad dies. And then it's a murder mystery of who done it. And I like once you get into that murder mystery, it's so good. But you have to trudge through like the first like half of the book to get there. And it's just like goes on and, and then they'll go on these rants about about God and creation and right from wrong and morals and like what's on the other side and like it really does drag. So maybe this is something you read on Audible um, to power through it. But, like, I gave it 10 on 10. Like, it was so good. Get, like, even considering the long, drawn-out blah of religion and everything. Um, but it also had humor in it, which is pretty fun. Well, the humor kind of passes you because it's, like, old-timey humor. But then when you, like, literally sit and think about it, you're like, oh, yeah, that is actually kind of funny. So, Brother Karamazov, I really liked it. I think that one was actually in my, um, my little book guide, I think I mentioned, at the start of our marriage for, like, a wedding gift someone gave us. Of, it's, like, called Good Books and Good Friends, How to Host a Book Club, and it gives you a book and a recipe, and I think this book was in that. Um... Which led me to read it, but it is a classic, so yeah. Moving on. A uh, book that I'm currently reading aloud to my daughter and Brady is Howl's Moving Castle. And we'll, we can come back after Brady's done reading it. We can do a more overview on this book uh, if anyone else wants to join in. But if you've seen the um, Miyazaki film, Howl's Moving Castle... That movie was based off this book. If you would like to join us for book talk and have not seen the movie, do not watch the movie. Read the book first. Just so, because um, I think I was telling Brady that it's such a big departure from the movie, or the movie is from the book, that knowing what I know, I kind of wish I wouldn't have watched the movie to get like the full experience of the book first. But um, yeah, that being said, 10 on 10, I freaking loved it. I don't want to give like talk too in depth about it because like I said I once we're finished reading it maybe we can come back and do a longer episode would you be down for that sure I will say we're on chapter seven they are long chapters what do you think so far Brady I like it it's <clears throat> it's like you said it's kind of hard like separating from the movie like you're reading the book and you're like okay I mean, it's easy to follow along with as, as long as you're, like, kind of paying attention. But at the same time, it's kind of give you, it gives you more. Like, that's that's what people want from a book, right? Like, if you read a, a, a book version of a movie or a movie 
based off of a book. When you read the book, you expect to get everything that you miss in the movie. You know, like, there are some cases where not particularly, like, I've got a handful of books on my Audible that I watch, or that I read, and I watch the movie, and the movies are pretty, pretty dang close. But with this one, I'm like, okay, so they added new characters, which is fine, you know. Um, they added new, but, like, what I, my thing when I was asking you, I'm like, I'm always worried. I'm like, hey, if there's a character in the book that's not in the movie, my first thought is like, this person wasn't relevant enough to keep them around. Like, you didn't need to have them around. Um, well, I think to answer that question without giving too much away, because uh, I know what person you're asking about is, I would say the movie cut out a whole storyline. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is like, because when they first introduced her, I remember looking at you and going... Is this person going to play like a role or is this just going to be like a drop in the pan? Like we're going to mention this person and never talk about him again. And, you know, like the chapter we just finished, there was a huge twist. Not really a twist, but a huge revelation. And you're like, oh, that never happened in the, you know, in the movie. It would have been a lot different in the movie, but, you know, kids movie and stuff. Yeah. So we'll come back and talk on that, but... Good so far. Good so far. I fell in love with it within the first, like, sentence. I knew I was in for a good treat. It is kind of annoying because it's, like, written in, like, European English. Uh, like, not that it's a bad thing. Uh, but it just makes it kind of hard. Because uh, their vocabulary is different than ours. So I almost feel like I'm, like, misreading and, like, stumbling, like, worse than I normally do just because, like, a sentence won't make sense because it's not a typical structure for me. Um, but then you get over it, right? Uh, next book was Chasing American Monsters. I didn't write down any of the authors. I'm sorry, but Chasing American Monsters, I liked it. I didn't love it just for the fact that uh, I didn't feel like, okay, love it means I'm obsessed with it. I'm going to reread it. I'm going to buy the book physically. to Because one day I hope to have a, like, huge, ginormous bookshelf just covered in books. Like, Beauty and the Beast style, you know? Like, that is a goal of mine one day, to have a big library. Mm -hmm. So my love it system is loved it, going to reread it, want to buy the physical copy. This one, I really liked it, and it would be fun to have the physical copy, but I didn't necessarily feel the need to go out and buy it, you know? So, like, if it just, I find it in a thrift shop, or someone just gifts it to me, I'll be happy with it, but I wasn't about to order it off my thrift books app. Um, but basically, it was really cool because it just sat down state by state and went a to Z with every single cryptid in that state. So you did get a lot of overlap because obviously like Idaho had the Bear Lake monster, but then also Utah had the Bear Lake monster, you know, like, mm -hmm. um, so, and it was really interesting. I did hear some cryptids I'd never heard before. Um, some that I have heard before. And like I said, it would be a really fun one to have and keep on the shelf, but it was like, I don't know. Didn't change my life. You can check it out. It was pretty good. Uh, just a like for me. So on a five star rating, that'd be a four out of five. Um, and if you're new here, 
I really either love or hate a book or I'm impartial to it. So I've created this five star system just to make a little rainbow color bookcase on my, you know, book tracker. Um, the next one I read. Sorry. I hope they can't hear my controllers vibrating, but I'm sure they can because I can hear them. I, I can't, but. I'm sorry. If you heard a weird humming noise, that was my controllers. Um, the next one I listened to purely just because it had been on our wish list on Audible. And then it had a expires in like so many days on it. So I thought now, better now than never to listen to it. And it was The Count of Monte Cristo. And this one, I freaking loved it. I need to buy the physical copy. I don't know how I didn't. Um, and then we were at Barnes & Noble, side sidebar. They had a manga of The Count of Monte Cristo. And, like, I was just flipping through and it seemed to be accurate. That'd be fun to have, like, the actual manga. But, like, this story, I, I thought I read a passage of it in middle school, but I guess I didn't. So now I need to find whatever the hell. If anyone can help me out there. What book is the guy, like, seeking revenge and he, like, gets the guy drunk and then takes him to his cellar and then starts like laying bricks down in front of the guy and like locks him up in the guy's like wine cellar like bricks him in you can think of that book send it to me because that's the passage i read and i want to read the actual book but um i can't remember what it is i thought it was the count of monte cristo but that scene didn't occur but this book was so amazing it was so good it, I mean, I think everyone knows about it at this point because it's like a movie. It's been around for like ever, but it's basically about a guy that's like falsely accused, falsely imprisoned. Um, and then he just, he gets out and he just seeks his revenge. I really didn't care for the ending. The ending was really like, I don't want to say I didn't want a happy ending, but the happy ending almost ruined it. Like, I almost kind of wished for the tragic ending. But maybe that's just me. I don't know. Um, and what really surprised me is, like, the humor in this. The amount of humor in this really caught me off guard. Because I thought it was, like, the serious tragedy. So to have these, like, freaking jokes in it. Like, very satire jokes. Really got me. But, um, yeah, 10 out of 10. Really good book. Really enjoyed it. Um... <clears throat> the next one was book one of four. I haven't gotten to the other four yet because I have a weird reading system. But um, it was recommended to me by the client that recommended Cersei. And it's called We Are Legion or We Are Bob. It's like both are the title. You know, one of those. Um, this book, my client, I told him, we always talk books. I told him I enjoy Ender's Game, Ready Player One, and Armada. Not so much Ready Player One, but it was okay. And he's like, you like sci-fi? And I go, no, I don't like sci-fi. Because sci-fi is a smart people genre, and I'm not smart. I like fantasy. I like wizards. I like, there's magic in the world. We can't make sense of it. It's just there. I don't want to be explained things. E equals MC square, sure. Whatever, you know? He recommended this book, and I read it, and I loved it. Um, well, as he was explaining it to me, I asked, is it going to give me an existential crisis? And he said yes. So I was nervous about it going in, but I got over my existential crisis, uh, probably because the character had to overcome that same existential crisis, so we worked through it together in the same speed. 
but I loved it and so I had to go up to my client and just admit yeah I guess I'm a sci-fi fan because that was so freaking good and I cannot wait to read book two three and four like um so basically it's about a guy that um <clears throat> he dies and he becomes like they take his consciousness and download it into AI and then he just is a little robot uh is he a robot I don't know he's roaming the universe and uh having adventures out there I'll say that just to not give too much away but yeah it's it's pretty good um so check out we are legion we are bob <clears throat> excuse me the next one was recommended to me by a friend and this is one i'd like to do a deep dive in one day and i liked it it was a three star it was a meh um i think i bought the physical copy because i couldn't find is that a door opening or just the house creaking there's a just the sound Okay, um, I think I bought the physical copy just off the fact that I could not find the audible copy anywhere. Or I couldn't find audio. I, it wasn't on audible, so I bought it, uh, bought the physical, and it's called Dressing Your Truth. And this one was, like, really interesting. I didn't necessarily hate it, but, um, there's some things that I just, like, don't necessarily 100% agree with. But it was really interesting, especially it's a really good, like, uh, self-help, make you feel better about yourself kind of book. Um, and basically it's about, like, there's, um, we each have, like, a different elemental quality about us. Like, you're either air, water, fire, or earth. So that's type one, two, three, or four. And if you're type 1 or an heir, then you have these physical abilities, you have these personality traits. Um, I'm a 1, for example, so I have like a round face and round features. And I'm like always on the move and always moving. And when I like doodle, I'm like doodling hearts and curls and swirls and things like that. Like very round things. So because that is my personality and that is like how my body is... Um, I need clothes that, this is what pissed me off with it. I'll get in that, like, I need, like, light pastel colors, I need, or I need certain colors like this. I need certain clothes like this. My makeup needs to look like this. So what pisses me off about it is this was basically, I bought the book. The book is a sales pitch to join her freaking program online and pay her monthly subscriptions. And that's what pisses me off. That book should have been for free if it was to get me to buy your monthly subscriptions, in my opinion. If I buy your book, you need to give me the secrets, or at least something. Give me how I'm supposed to dress, and then maybe make the hair and makeup, um, like, extra. Or, like, like give me, like, oh, a type 1 needs to wear pastel colors, and then if I join your thing, give me the palette, you know? Um... I just felt like it was just a big sales pitch and that's what really, really bothered me about it was the fact that I spent money on the book just to be told, if you want to learn how, like, here's how you need to dress, but if you want to learn how to dress, buy my book, my, buy my courses, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know, it was interesting and I liked it and I ended up joining her thing. It was free, but I haven't taken any of the classes because 
I was watching one of the videos and then something happened and I logged off and I just haven't logged back on. Um, she also kind of pissed me off because she talked about your hairdressers are lying to you. They're paid to lie to you and they actually, they're not going to tell you how your hair looks good. They're going to tell you the opposite. And I, as, as a hairdresser, as someone who went to school for cosmetology, I was a little bit offended by that because we are actually trained to look at people's faces and say, okay, they have a face shape like this. What's most pleasing to the human eye is an oval shape. So what can I do to get their hair and makeup to make their face more oval rather than boxy or round or square or, you know, so that kind of pissed me off just a teeny bit. The fact that she's like, they don't really know what they're talking about. And I'm like, bitch, you do. Where's your cosmetology license? So mm -hmm. is this fun? Is it just me ranting and rambling? I don't know. That's dressing your truth. Pick it out. Pick it up if you want to or borrow my copy. I'm won't care if you don't return it because it like I said it was a meh book it was okay I just I didn't like that it felt like a sales pitch yeah okay uh next book um I'm just gonna say this I have a lot of books that I loved this year like very few were marked I don't think I have any dislike and I think I have like just one hate. Read a lot of good books so far. It's been a good good book year. Um, the next one is, I'm glad my mom died, but by Jeanette McCurdy. You actually did you finish this book? Yeah. This is another. This is one. We can come back and do a whole. Did we talk about this on the show? I think we did. I think we did. For a minute, I don't know if we did a whole episode on it. We could do a whole episode on it. Um, I should. Go back through our catalog and like see what we said about it. But so I won't spend long on this, but it's just Jeanette McCurdy's autobiography. You hate to say you love it because it's so awful. Like yeah. like it's a it's fairly depressing. And it's just heartbreaking what she had to go through and like what I mean it it definitely made it hard to watch any live action like when we were watching um the live action Monster High Nickelodeon put out. I couldn't help but look at those kids and just wonder how many of them are being abused. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, it makes it hard. Like, I use that as an example because I don't really watch too many, like, live action kids channel TV shows. I honestly think that's the last one in the past, like, ten years that I've watched. Oh, excuse me. Crap. Oh, um... But yeah, it definitely makes it hard to to watch those, you know, and think, yeah. are these kids being treated well? I don't, it's... Well, I had, I don't know if I should talk about this, but I found out recently, I won't say the name of it because I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but I found out that a movie that I loved forever, like one of the people that was in it was being abused. But at the same time, he's like, Making that movie was the funnest time of my life. Like, making the movie was the funnest time of his life, but the people that were involved, like, somebody that was involved, I don't know who it was, was, like, abusing him. And he's like, that sucked, that wasn't fun, but 
this movie, he's like, I remember pausing and just going, this is the greatest time I've ever had in my life. Well, and then that brings up, because I really want to rewatch, like, reading that book, I'm like, I want to go back and watch iCarly, because I loved iCarly. Like, Spencer is my favorite, but Sam was a close second. Like, um, it was just, I, you know... I just loved it. It was so funny. And, like, because I love Drake and Josh. And so I had, like, you know, two two of my favorite characters off Drake and Josh, you know. And I really wanted to go back and rewatch it. But then, at, like, listening to, like, all the abuse she went through, not just from her mom, but from, uh, what's his ass? Dan Schneider. Yeah. Allegedly Dan Schneider. Allegedly. Um... Like, I, I'm like, can I go back and rewatch this? Or is it just, like, feeding into something toxic? Like, I almost feel guilty going back and watching it. But it's like, well, it's already done and recorded. So, like, I I don't know. I have, like, I have mixed morals. Then my mom texts me that she was watching it. I'm like, oh, should she be watching it? Like, I don't think she should. I don't know. Just Jeanette get royalty checks from it? Because if so, maybe I'll go back and watch it for her sake. But I'm sure she does. Okay, well, I don't know. I just, it's a good book. Look up, I'm glad my mom died. And maybe we'll do a book talk on it. I keep saying book talk. This is a podcast. Maybe we'll do an episode on it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um. What's up? I just didn't know if you meant to keep going or if you wanted to start a second half. Uh, yeah, we're... We're rolling. Um, the next book Brady bought me, I think last Christmas or earlier this year. Whenever I got, okay, we got it whenever I got my, my shot, my vaccine, when I got vaccinated. So we went to the mall to meet up with friends and I was sitting there with the kids and you went and got, you went and bought this book for me and I thought I was feeling better, and then I ended up feeling like dog shit. But that was a long roundabout way just to say Brady bought me this book. It was mm-hmm. called Wikipedia. And it's like just a encyclopedia about Wicca. Um, just different magical things. And um, I finally sat down to read it. And like cover to cover. And I think he bought it just for the fact... I think I said to you, like, oh, so you're supporting me doing witchcraft or something. And you said, well, it's going to look good on the shelf for Halloween, which was coming up. So this was, like, September, I'm guessing. Yeah, September. I don't remember. Sometime. I don't either. August, September. And you bought it. This is going to look good on the shelf. Um, So it sat for that long, then I finally read it. And it was, like, I put it as an okay just for the fact that there's a lot of, like, interesting stuff that I didn't know in there. But there's also a lot of stuff that, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I know this. So, like, it was a fun read. I didn't hate it, but wasn't necessarily life-changing. And I feel like an ungrateful asshole saying that since you bought it for me. So, sorry, but thanks for buying it for me. It does look great on the shelf. And, like, um, I will say part of my system and my gonna have a wall-to-wall or floor-to-ceiling bookshelf, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, books that I already own and I don't like, 
I would also like to have like a free library you see in people's front yards all the time. And so books that I don't like, I'm putting aside so when I have my free little library, I can put those out for people, you know, to sift through. Take a book, leave a book. Um, that book I will not be putting in the leave a library, so. I feel like you're saying library, and I don't know if you're doing it as a joke. What do you mean? You said library. Library? Library. I don't. Library. Library? Library. I don't know now. <laughs> I feel like you've, I've never heard you say library, library, but you, all of a sudden you started saying it. Have I been? I don't know. I Maybe you're just, maybe my ears are clogged, but. I don't even know how I'm saying it now. Oh, I feel God. like you're saying library. I'm just trying to justify because I feel like an asshole to say that this was a three star for me and you bought it and you're sitting right here. Now you're like feeling guilty. Look, it, it, I don't give a shit if you gave it three stars. I just feel bad. It, like, I judged a book by its cover. It was a cool cover, and the book failed I'm to I'm just saying, I'm not putting it in my take a book, leave a book. It's going to stay on my bookshelf. That's so, fine. Okay. Next book uh, was The Book of David. I think I mentioned this. It's from a series called just the Anonymous series. And it's um, a bunch of books of, that are supposed to be from the perspective of teenagers. Um, allegedly two of these books are true events. I think I know for sure one of them is because, well, I don't know. I'm starting to think maybe none of them are true, but allegedly one is, at least one or two are true. Um, but the woman worked at BYU, so it is really fascinating to see, like, um, like, the one girl she talked about was talking about going to Lake Powell, how fun, and I was like, oh! I know where that is, you know, and, um, one kid, the one that's allegedly true talks about, like, the purple moo, or, or the blue moo, and I was like, oh, the purple turtle, the correlation, so, um, and then, like, uh, there's, like, Applegate and then Cherrygate, I forget which is which, but it was basically in Pleasant Grove, Utah, but, Anyway, this one was set in the South, and the Book of David is about a boy who is gay, but he's in the Deep South, and obviously that's not allowed. So it's his struggle with, like, you know, is it okay to be gay? Do I need to hide this? Can I be myself? Um, so I guess this book would be really good for someone, like, struggling with that. My book with the Anonymous series, like, like I mentioned with uh, Dear America book um it's just like there's some things and you know this is going back to like some a couple are allegedly true some of those books are written like a teenager would have really written it this one is written like i have to get a narrative across but make it not just first person but like journal first person mm -hmm. no teenager would have written like this like ever no one would have written in their journal like this. So I marked it as a three star, just a okay. Like I still liked it, but just compared to some of the other books, it wasn't my favorite. Um, and I think a lot of it is coming down to, it just felt very, this kid talks about suppressing being gay his whole life 
And then all of a sudden, now he, now he's struggling with keeping it a secret. Now he's going to be open. Like just, and I don't know, I guess I can't speak from experience, but I just feel like if you're going to be struggling your whole life and keeping it a secret your whole life, then like, would you just on like the drop of a hat all of a sudden be having a problem? I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but it just felt a little out of place and a little rushed, if that makes sense. So, I don't know. Just a three star, just a meh. A few more books to go, bear with me. This next one, freaking loved. Holy crap, I didn't know it was a, a series. I don't know how many's in the series, but it is called Six of Crows. I got this off of Book Talk. This was recommended from TikTok. And it's just about, like, these six little misfits on their way to, um, Ocean's Eleven, a fortress in, like, make-believe Russia, I guess. I don't know, some, some place in fictional land, you know. Mm -hmm. It's just, it was so good. It was real, well written. I listened to it on Audible, and they had, like, the different voices for the different characters. And, like, it, I kind of wish it wasn't... Oh, because they have six characters, okay? And the first two characters, there's some, like, love tension there, but it's not really explored upon until the last, like, three chapters of the book. The next two characters, there's, like, history there, and then they're fighting their feelings towards each other the whole book. So the love story isn't the narrative, but it's a part. And then it just felt like the last two characters, they're just like, oh, by the way, they're in love too, which I really hate. Because it's like, you already got like these three going on. Like, they don't all have to get up and get married. This was my problem with Armada. Like, everyone had a hookup. Was it Armada? Yeah, Armada's where they all hooked up, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, they don't all have to have hookups. Like, you can have some characters not be romantically <laughs> interested in the It's fine. Like, I don't know if that's just me, but it just really was like so annoying to me that the last two characters ended up like falling in love with each other like it was a cute love story but I'm like I just I don't want them all to do it anyway moving on Six of Crows loved it look yeah. it up well it's like my not to stick on the subject but I always have that thought where I'm like like the the one sex scene in Jaws ruined the book. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you don't like... And he... Because the, the author was like, well, I felt like it needed sex, so I had to put it in. And I'm like, it didn't. Like, there's nothing in this book that makes me think, man, it sure needs a sex scene. Man, I could use a nipple. No. Yeah, no, it's just like... He threw it in there to, like, so for to some sex. But I'm like, I, I bought this book for a shark yeah. story. And instead you're giving trying to, like... Throwing shit that doesn't need to be there, which no, pissed me off. No, but. I totally get that. Because, like, well, and this was my, not my own, okay. I want to say I had a similar complaint with Armada, but it wasn't the only complaint with Armada. But, like, you know what? Never mind. Irrelevant. I'm calling it irrelevant. Moving on. So, at the same time, I started reading um, the Roald Dahl series to my, or collection to my daughter. And I decided to mark them on my red page because they were taking time out of me reading my books. Um, so the first book I read to her was Seo Tarot, which is probably my favorite book 
uh, out of his collection. I remember my teacher reading this to me in the third grade. It is just a short book. It's just a silly little anecdote about an old man uh, trying to find ways to talk to his next door neighbor who he has a crush with. Uh, it's just a really fast, quick book, um, but really cute. Loved it. It held up. Uh, so 10 out of 10. Next, we read Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which I can't remember if I ever, I don't think I ever read that one. But holy crap, it was so good. Um, I always thought I hated the Johnny Depp version because it just wasn't as good as the Gene Wilder virgin, version. Blah. Um, but after reading the book, the Oompa Loompa songs are like 100% spot on in the Johnny Depp movie. And I think the Johnny Depp movie, and like not only that, but certain scenes are like almost word for word and like shot for shot mm -hmm. like the whole boat ride the only thing missing in the johnny depp one that was in the book was that weird little rhyme that willy wonka said there's no exact there's no way of knowing just exactly where we're going uh there was no weird eyeball and cricket thing happening like in the gene wilder but um yeah really good book love charlie and the chocolate factory um, then I read, oh, um, The Premonition Code. This was one that was, uh, I heard about it on Beyond the Darkness podcast, and it's, like, supposed to be how to, like, channel your intuition to receive premonition, because she, and it, it had a lot of cool stories in it about, people having dreams or just premonitions about certain things about to happen and they came to pass and those were really fun um I can't remember why I marked it only a three star just a meh I think there are just some really good parts and then some really like what the hell are we talking about parts I can't remember but I was at the end unimpressed uh under what would the word be I undersold like, I, I had higher expectations for it, I guess. Um, so I only marked it as a three-star, but check it out if you're interested in, like, doing, you know, strengthening your intuition for premonition. Um, after that, I read The Disaster Artist. Freaking amazing. It was just as good as the, the movie. Um, the Disaster Artist is basically about if anyone has seen or heard of The Room which is like a cult classic for being the worst movie ever made. Uh, the Disaster Artist is the behind the scenes uh, written by the the co-star, uh, the friend of Tommy Wiseau, who directed and starred and written in everything, The Room. So it's like the behind the scenes of like everything that's happened. Um, and it's just, it is, it really is a disaster. Like just batshit crazy wildness and um then James Franco made a movie I'm not sure how we're supposed to feel about James Franco anymore but he made a movie and it was really entertaining it was uh really close to the to the book I think the only thing that bothered me was like there's this big scandal about uh one of the characters in like shaving his beard in the movie never happened in the book 
And to be honest, I'm going to take the book as more fact than the movie just because the book was written by the actual, like, guy, you know? Um, but yeah, no, it was really good. It was really entertaining, and I definitely recommend that one. Uh, and then my daughter and I read Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator, which is a sequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And this is my first and only hated book on my little book chart here. It was dog shit. It was so stupid. Um, I feel like the parents, the adults were silly in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but they were silly to a limit, you know, like it, but it was almost like, like they were silly in a kid's kind of way, you know, like parents are silly, you know, this one, they were all freaking morons and it was just, so frustrating and so stupid and you kind of just like uh like i don't know i thought i yeah, i hated it i absolutely hated it it was just the dumbest most nonsensical shit ever and it just pissed me off and my daughter hated the book and she said can we be done reading this i said no we have to finish it because what if it gets really good at the end what if it saves itself and it was horseshit, and I just looked at her when we were done. I said, well, we'll never have to read that book again because we know it sucks. So even she hated it. I think Brady listened to me read it a couple chapters to her and was like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, it was, it was kind of all over the place, just me popping in and out. No, it was dumb. Um, next book I reread. My mother bought this for me in elementary middle school and I remember reading it and thinking this is fucking boring well I'm an adult now so maybe I can reread it and it won't be boring the book was boring <laughs> even as an adult uh, it was Island of the Blue Dolphins and I have mm -hmm. it as a three star or a meh okay um, just for the fact that something happens at the end to really like so the book's about um this native woman that is isolated on an island by herself for oh my hell like something like 23 years or some long long time mm -hmm. and it's so boring and then she meets her wolf friend she gets a dog and keeps it and then it, like, starts to get kind of good because now she has adventures with a wolf and I love that for her. And then, um, I don't know. So it was, like, basically, like, a between a hate and a dislike. And then the very end, it talks about how this was a light, this was based on a true life event. A woman was truly stranded on an island for 23 years or whatever, finally got rescued, and not she didn't speak much like no one spoke her language because she was like um her tribe of people were like so isolated on this island that like trappers would come to the island but like uh no one had gone there in such a long time that like no one like could translate for her anymore so like not much was said but like what information they did get out of her was basically that like basic like uh 
a war between some trappers and her people, like, killed most of the men. Uh, everyone got on a ship to go to an, to an island because they were all dying because all the men were gone. So they were going to the mainland, to California. And, um, she jumped off the ship to, like, save her brother or something. Bitch ends up dying. And then she's just stranded there until some trappers come to take her away. And then, like, that's the story she told to the, the guy. The brother died, not her. Oh, yeah. No, the brother's a little bitch, and he died. So I shouldn't say that. It's, like, sad. But still. Um, yeah. And then, so, he made up the whole story of what happened with her isolated on the island. Because, like, literally, that's all that they know. Is that, like... Yeah, so that's what, like, really saved the book in the end, is that that's so interesting and fascinating that, like, this was a real woman's, like, story or, like, you know, the outline of it. So that's what made it as a meh or okay, but, like, gosh, it was... I did return that book to my mother. I brought that back. I'm like, this book was boring as hell. The only saving grace was that it was based on a true event. So there's your precursor forewarning, I don't know, for that book. Um, next, my daughter and I read James and the Giant Peach, and it was, uh, I think I marked it as an okay. I loved this book. Loved, loved, loved this book up until, like, the end. Like, the end kind of sucked, like, a lot. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe it's because I'm, like, rolled all, like... He just has a way of making it so, so nonsensical. And I understand that it's for children, right? So, like, it's going to be crazy and, and silly and not make sense. But, like, I don't know. He has, like, because the book was so freaking good. So freaking amazing. And then it was just, like, it just flopped. It just kind of sucked at the end. So, it was a really good book up until the end. But everything else about it I loved. Um, and because I get nostalgic after we read it, and I made this deal with my daughter. If we read, um, if we read these books, then we'll, like, go watch the movie after if it has a movie. So we watched James and the Giant Peach. And I just have to say, those actresses that played Aunt Spiker and Aunt Sponge were so very perfect for that role. Um, like amazing like they they fit it like to the T um so very impressed with them and their performance and it was really fun to rewatch that movie and the last book that I read was just it was called Tarot I'm sorry why did I say that weird um in the next episode you're gonna hear me <laughs> butcher Tarot a lot <laughs> so have fun with that but um it was just called Tarot. Uh, it was like your essential guide or something like that. And uh, this book was amazing. I loved it. It was so informative. I'm trying to get better at my tarot reading. And it literally just was page for page. Is that your... What's oh. your phone? Well, I was reminded why I do things in 30-minute increments. I thought it was just to put the ad in the middle. <laughs> but if anyone notices, I think I'm starting to put the ad at the beginning. I need to re-record our ad. 
Um, so that was fun and scary and, well, it freaked me out. It wasn't scary, but. Yeah, I don't know if they could hear the beeping, but there was a beeping that happened. Well, it was the the red, red icon for me. Yeah, red icon that said warning. Um, we had a, like, freaking five Amber Alerts yesterday. Same case. Um, really annoyed me just because I'm like, but give me new detail. Yeah. They wouldn't give us a car description, so we thought it was that again, but that kid was found safe. No worries there. Nothing to do with today's episode. Um, the last book was called Tarot. I don't remember where we left off, but, um, yeah, basically went page for page, card for card. This is what this card represents. This is what it means. I mean, it started off with, like, Things I had already known and, like, had been taught from uh, my friend up on the mountain. And, and it's basically that it's, like, up to your own interpretation. You look at the picture. What do you see? What do you feel? What do you notice? Like, what do you think this means? Um, but then it said, well, this card does represent, uh, you know, each card has a different element associated to it. So that could, you know, mean something different, like, cups is related to the element of water so it's going to deal with like all the emotional like things you know um whereas wands is related to fire shit fire air i can't remember now pretty sure it's fire um and that like you know so that's like the spark the passion the you know um so it has different things like that so it went card for card, like, this represents this, you know? Um, it's really interesting because an app I'm using, it's called, like, Golden Thread Tarot, I believe. I'm going to look it up because I recommend this app, especially if you want to get into tarot reading. Um, yeah, Golden Thread Tarot. Did I call it tarot again? Yeah. God damn it, what's wrong with me? I don't know. I don't either. I hate myself. Anyways, um... I, they kind of like break it down even as far as like, uh, numbers. So you start to see this correlation, like 10 usually evolves around like the family or the home. Two usually revolves around like some sort of like partnership or, um, love interest or, you know, something involving two people. So like the two of cups is like, lovers whereas two of wands could be like business partners i think i go in two of wands is what i drew and i go into depth in our next episode with it learn more there but this book just went card for card breakdown here's what this means um and then here's like different reading techniques you can do and i just really appreciated that i loved it it was such a good simple explanation and guide for beginners so Loved that one. Recommend that one. Uh, what I am currently reading right now is called The Complete Grimoire. Brady bought this for me for Christmas. Um, what sucks about physical books is I don't have time to sit and read them. So when I get a, uh, an audiobook, uh, I can generally, most of them, can read in a day. Uh, but if I get a physical book, it takes me, like, 
half a month, maybe a full month, because I don't get to sit and read it. But so far, I'm loving this book. I feel like it's going to be a five star for me. Um, unless something changes, you know, something can always change. James and the Giant Peach is a good example. Uh, but you know what? Yeah, it's a... It's good so far. It's just, uh, basically it was, uh, some girl's grimoire she wrote at the beginning of her practice, finding out, you know, witchcraft and everything about it, starting her journey. And she basically just published that into a book. So it's really fun, really cute. It's got a lot of, like, really beautiful visuals. Um, there's a lot that I've, like, already, like, she went over Chinese medicine and our meridians, which is super cool for me because I haven't, like read about things like that since I was in massage school and then she went over chakras which was also really cool but then she went over like I'm in meditation right now and she's going over some meditation things that like I had no idea about so it's really fun but yeah those are my book recommendations or stay away from but now you know what about you Brady any of those books seem like something you might want to read or stay away from or what's going through your mind right now wait hold up Bob. okay now tell me what's on your mind um not really much because i mean we've talked about most of these not all of them um i i don't know like some of the books i don't plan on reading like i never it's not that I didn't want to, but like the brothers, whatever. Tara Malzoff. Yeah, like you were, you were telling me about that one as you were reading it. And I was like, all right, that's, you know. But I didn't realize it was 50 hours. I'm like, oh, dude, I don't think I could. Like I said, I think what really made that experience for me, and maybe this is just my longing for like being in a book club and like having common interests and like, I read this book. Let's talk about it was what really made that experience for me was when I got on YouTube and, like, watched YouTube videos on um, how, like, some guy's opinion on the book. Or, like, we walked, talked about the book and he, like, went in-depth and, like, really explained things. Because it is written in an older time. It was in Russian translated to English. So there's some, like... I do feel like a lot of things got lost in translation, so to have him break it down in kind of modern terms, this is what this means, it really helped me a lot. Yeah. Um. So yes, I do understand. I mean, the size of that book alone. I ordered that book. That book is currently sitting on top of my... <laughs> I'm finding places to keep my books now, but that one's sitting on top of my doll cabinet displayed. When I ordered that book, I pulled it out of the packaging and I got paperback and I'm like, I still feel like I could beat someone to death with this book. Like it is that heavy. Yeah. But it was such, like I said, when you get past the um, morality of it, the right and wrong, uh, the religious aspects of it, the murder mystery itself, mm -hmm. so fucking good. So amazingly good. So... But yes, I can understand your hesitation and not wanting to read it. Yeah, so I, I don't know. The Six of Crow, I remember you talking about it, but I was like, I don't know. I want to, I feel like I threw out it was a love story. It really is not a love story. Like, there's just aspects of it.
But, so if the love story bit's scaring you off, it's not a love story. I didn't even remember that, but I'm definitely not going to read it. I feel like that's why you didn't want to read Cersei, because you were afraid it was a love story. And I was like, <laughs> the, I mean, there's, there's fucking in it, because it's the Greek gods, but, like, even that was, like, so not in detail that if you weren't paying attention, you probably would have missed, missed it. Because she mentions, like, Hermes is, like, the only god that comes to visit her. And, um, she's like, he's probably, like, talking about me behind my back, saying things like, oh, I took her, vir her virginity and she blushed about it or something. And she's like, no, I wanted to have sex with him, but let him tell the stories if it makes him feel better. Like, if you weren't paying attention, you'd miss it, type of. Yeah. It was more like, and then we laid together. And then the next sentence is said. And it's like, oh. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. So maybe, because most of them are on my Audible. And I'm trying to get back into the habit of reading more books. Like, there's still some books I want to get. Um, but there's also some that I, you know, have on my list that I haven't read. So... I don't know. Like, some of them I wouldn't mind reading. Some of them I don't really want to. Like, I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I'm still kind of bitter about the movie. But we have, like, I Am Legend on there. And I'm like, I don't want to freaking read that because no, I'm so annoyed about the movie. That book was really good. I think I already talked about it in our last book dump. That yeah. book was really good. I think I think it was. Let me check. Was it a five star? Pretty sure it was a five star. And then it had, like, these other short stories behind it. Um, and those short stories were really good, too. Don't mind me as I flip through yeah. my <clears throat> October. Um, yep, I Am Legend, five star. So, I don't know, maybe I'll read it, maybe I won't. Um, do you remember who wrote that? I don't remember. I don't. I don't write down the authors. I probably should. Um, there's a girl on TikTok, she's the one that inspired me to, like, do the five star ratings in my I do it in my journal um but she has like actual book journals for sale where you get in depth and like you like rate it on the star system and then write like what you loved about it what you hate about it the author and like um her journals are really in depth and really cool to look at mine is not in depth it's just the title of the book and then a color <laughs> I just color it in yeah I picked shitty colors this time that all blend together, so I had to start adding, like, hearts and thumbs-ups. So, I know what it was, because my... I don't know why. All the pencils are different, but when I color them out, you can't really tell the difference between them all, so... <laughs> really shitty colors, but it's fine. I still love it. Whoa. Oh. Um, yes, I don't know. Uh, I might... Either read one of them or read all of them. <laughs> I, haven't really, I haven't really decided yet. Um, it's strangely, a book that we have read in the past has been on my mind for some reason. And it's been um, Fahrenheit 451. That's a good book. Like, I just, I don't know why, but like the last like week or so, I've been like, oh man, that was such a good book. I want to watch it. Like a good movie based off of this book. 
that's a book that, like, it gets a bit rambly and you kind of, like, wonder what the fuck is going on and what we're all talking about. But, like, um, overall, it was a really good book. Like, I remember, I don't remember when it was written, but I want to say it was, like... Was it, like, the 50s? 50s or 60s. And it, I don't know, it... I remember it being like, oh, I don't want to listen to this because it's it's very um, foreboding because it sounds like like he kind of predicts a lot of the stuff that's happening now and just different things. And I'm like, holy crap, this is kind of scary that you yeah. know, this guy <laughs> predicted it. And basically, you know, it doesn't spoilers doesn't work out well for them. It does not, but at least we're not to the point where we're banning. Well, I mean, some books are getting banned again, but it's not as... uh... Yeah, well, they're getting banned for dumb reasons. Like, that mouse book got banned because they were like, it's based off of Nazis or whatever. And I'm like, I've never read it, but I'm pretty sure it is based off of Nazis, but I'm pretty sure it's like... I don't think it's justifying. No, it's. I'm pretty sure it's a warning. Yeah, because I mean... Those who, what's the saying? Those who... Those who don't learn from the past are doomed to repeat it. Yeah. So, and maybe it is about Nazis, but it it looks like a kid's book. Yeah. So could it not be like a way to explain what happened to kids? Like... Yeah. And and like, like I said, I haven't read it, so I don't know, but that's kind of the vibe I got. And so I kind of wanted to pick it up and... And read it to see what it was about. But I don't know. Like there are certain books that I've been wanting to read. But I haven't got the time. And then some of them I'm like, do I read this or do I not read it? Because it's, I think it makes people upset. Whatever. Like one book that I've thought about reading um, is based on, well... The book came out long before the movie, so I shouldn't say the movie, the book's based on the movie. The movie's based on the book, but it's um, American Psycho, and it's not like, it's kind of like a, a, a take on... Um, that book is on my want-to-read list, American yeah, Psycho. It's, because it's kind of like, I want to say it's loosely based on... Um, Psycho, the novel, because it's like, uh, what's it called? Like his his name in the in American Psycho is Patrick Bateman, and in the in Psycho it's Patrick Bates. So it's obviously like whatever. But then I I, I don't know. But then I'm like, oh, people probably get mad because it's about a dude that's a serial killer. But then like, there's kind of a twist at the end. And I don't know if it's like the movie, then it's like, I don't know. I don't want to say anything without giving it away. But the twist like changes the entire book. So I don't, it, it's kind of like you might not like it because if the twist is like the movie, then it's one of those that the book ma- makes you make the choice of what happens. Oh, okay. So it's like something happens and then... You you get to decide what happened because it's not gonna like it'll tell you what's happening, and what has happened and explain it all, but 
but then you have to put the pieces together like well did this happen or did this happen or what you know so i don't know but i want to read that book but and i feel like it kind of goes along with a lot of the books that i've have read in the past of like um because i read all of the uh the hannibal lecter series you know like red dragon and silence of the lambs then hannibal and i know there's hannibal rising but i never i didn't know if that was like part of it or not i think it's written by a different person so i don't know maybe i'll have to look into that but yeah so i don't know maybe i'll go read like six of crows or something i'll i plan on reading cersei because i don't think it was too long i think on audible it was like 12 hours or something yeah it wasn't so it wasn't, wasn't crazy um but yeah awesome okay well uh it was a it was a great year of books at least uh for me i know you didn't get to read as much but it was a great year of books and here's to uh here's to a new year of of many more good books to come yeah yeah and uh i again i would love to start up a book club again like we kind of had going but you know even if we just do these book dumps it's still pretty fun um so yeah i've uh i've been amanda and i've been brady we can't wait to talk to you in next time in a new year and we love you Library. Food library. Did I say it right that time? Yeah.